Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. I had to kind of wait on doing this intro because I'm sure like most of you listening, um, there is there is like wildfire haze in Wisconsin every day. They tell us that it's not going to go away until snow which for some of you, you might have to wait until December, but up here in Wisconsin, that could be September. So hopefully I don't have to deal with it too long, but I got a little scratchy throat and I was worried you would all think I had COVID. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my gosh, you guys, the the hype. I Yesterday in clinic, I was um, talking to my front desk and I'm like, why is everybody being an asshole today? I mean, myself included, so like, ipso facto, that's probably why my perception of the world was that everybody was being needy because I was not being my best self. But anyways, um, <laughs> besides that, she's like, I think people are just like really getting back into the media and like our tents. And I was like, yep, that's what it is. Um, and I feel like I am just kind of at that point where I, okay, True. Like, I'm not the Devin Vranas and the Dr. Moe's and the, like, loud freedom keepers for the last year. I'm kind of like that, like, well, everybody has their own opinions on uh, things. Um, But I'm kind of getting a little pissed, starting to feel a little, like, cornered of, like, oh, you're going to have to. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. No, I do not have to do anything with my body. quite quite literally over my dead body um will that happen so i think i'm gonna need to figure out i'm gonna need to call up Devin and be like hey so girl how do you carry all this anger inside of you that people are trying to make you do something and you refuse and you're really mad at them and then like you also just think they're completely wrong um and then like how do you you know have dinner with your family and talk like a human without wanting to yell so these are all these are all things in in life I'm working on. Um, also, funny like I don't know if you guys know this. Of course you don't know this. How how would you know this? Uh, every time I sit down to record, whether it's just an intro or whether it's a full on episode, I have to have like a sticky note that tells me like the order of things to go in. It's like after a hundred and, I don't know, 17, 16 episodes, uh, I still don't really know, like, don't trust that I'm going to forget to do a listener highlight or the prayer or something like that. So anyways, it's just a funny, like, really? really, You don't have that down yet? Uh, So funny story for you. This is a true, like, anybody who thinks that I have, like, my life together buckle up. This is a funny one. So I have a dear friend who had a baby and it's baby number three. So that's different than baby number one. So, you know, there was no baby shower and we were arranging, you know, I wanted to come over and see the baby and adjust the baby and cuddle the baby and all of those things. Um, And so we like kind of arranged that with my schedule, it was going to work at like 9am on a Thursday. And so that whole week I'm like, I really should make her food. Like, that's what you're supposed to do is especially, you know, a mom with 
three children, you know, like you should bring food. And I'm like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to have time to make food, but I should try. Okay. So I'm like thinking like, well, what would I even make? And like, so time passes. It is now Thursday morning at 830 and I'm supposed to be there in a half hour. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to bring something. So I dig into the like closet of toy gifts. Um, if you don't have children, this is like where you put all the toys that your kid either got from like Christmas um, or like a birthday party that you're like, wow, you really got too much. Um, you're never going to play with this. Our house doesn't need all of this. Um, I'm just going to put this over here and save it for a rainy day where maybe you need it. Or maybe I'm a hot mess and I'm like, oh shit, Lillian's birthday party's at 10 o'clock today. Uh, what should we give her? Let's bring, give her something from this toy bin. So it's unopened toys waiting for their sole purpose in life. So I'm like, oh yeah, a good person would bring like toys for the other kids. So I'm like digging through there and I find like a bag of Play-Doh and like some go fish game. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I throw them in a bag and then I'm like, all right, now I need to bring food. Well, we have a quick trip by us. And for those of you who don't live in Wisconsin and have not listened to any episodes where I have professed my love and obsession for quick trip, it is the greatest gas station in the entire world. Okay. Like, no, don't come at me with whatever you got. Come to quick trips in Wisconsin before we will even debate on this. So I go to Quick Trip, which is two blocks from my house, and I'm standing in front of like their food and I'm like, okay, what can I bring her? So I grab a bag of caramel popcorn and a bag of like chicken noodle soup. It's like cold, like for a whole family, like heated up thing. And like this pizza that had like cheese, like a frozen pizza that had cheese curds, not like frozen frozen, but like made by Quick Trip uh, and had like cheese curds and sausage on it. So I like just like throw by that quick. And then I call my friend who has a one and a half year old who I work with. And I'm like, now she has a girl. Okay. So mind you, the baby I'm going to visit is a boy. So I call her and I'm like, Hey, are you at home? She's like, I am. And I'm like, um, do you have any shit laying around your house that somebody gave you for Hudson that could pass as a newborn gift for a boy? <laughs> she just laughs and she's like, um, probably. And I'm like, cool, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so yeah. So I show up to my friend's house with this just like <clears throat> grocery bag. Not like a nice gift bag, just this grocery bag, like I am some, <laughs> sorry, some like ghetto Santa. Just the kids come up excited and I'm like, here's some Play-Doh and here I brought you a bag of caramel popcorn and a pizza and this, like, this is my life. This is me being a friend, but I really don't have any shame in it. Like that's, uh, that's what you get when I am your friend, I am officially doing my best. And um, this is it, you take it or leave it. Okay, what's next? Oh, I look at my little sticky <laughs> to keep me on track. It's the listener highlight. Okay, so this one is from Marissa. And it says, every morning on my way to work, I listen to your podcast and it seriously makes my day. I am applying to chiropractic school this summer and you remind me every day why I'm so passionate about this field. Thanks for being you and being so real with your listeners. Thank you, Marissa. I actually don't know if I've read that one before or not, but it was so good. It, if it is the second time, it deserves to be read again. And that seems like a really great opportunity um, or opportune time to tell you if you enjoy listening to She Slays the Day podcast, I would love to make you a listener highlight. So if you would just please go leave a review, that would be helpful. It helps other people find the podcast and it gives me something to do when I get to that point in my sticky note. Otherwise, I'm just gonna have to start making up reviews. But if I do that, don't worry, it's gonna be really obvious because it'll be like, Celine Dion said that I love when Lauren does little musical breaks. I learned so much from her acapella. So you'll know. Now I just incentivize you not to leave a review. Damn it. Okay, let's do a 
the bio portion. So today's actually a question, you guys. I didn't mention that yet, but it is a question from a student. We're going to get to it. Don't worry. Um, who has plans to open, but it's like six months from now. And she wants to know, like, what should she be doing in this time? She also admits in her question that she's an Enneagram 3. So when I was thinking like, okay, so at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll answer this question. And then I'm like sitting down and I'm like, well, shit, it's been 11 years since I've been in this situation. I mean, I should pull in some help on this one. So I needed a semi new student, somebody who could easily recall, or not new student, new graduate, somebody who could easily recall this portion of life, um, but into practice enough that they could confidently say it paid off and they are doing a great job. And then the bonus would be if they were an Enneagram three, because the person says in their question, there are three and I'm a three. And I just wanted my guest to also be a three because we could feel the pain of what she is going through, wanting to just start her workaholic life right now and does not want to wait six months. So Dr. Callie Horseman is absolutely who came to mind. So she is a graduate from Palmer and opened up a clinic straight out of school in Holman, Wisconsin. Uh, within her first weeks of opening, she was killing it with all the prep work she had done prior to opening. She is also an Enneagram 3, and now, only a couple years into practice, she's continuing to thrive in an all-cash pediatric and prenatal clinic despite the pandemic. She also loves helping new students in finding what is right for them after graduation. She has a special Instagram profile specifically devoted to nurturing um, chiropractic students as they come out and just like pouring into them. Uh, she also, final note, had the best final preceptorship experience before graduation a person could even ask for. Um, because it was me. So yeah, so she did her final round of rotation or internship or preceptor or whatever everybody calls it um, with me up in Rice Lake. And we, you know, she would have been one of those associates who would have just been a rock star, but girl had entrepreneurship just flowing through her veins. And I knew that like making her work for someone else and delaying the inevitable of like starting a dream practice that she would be super successful in would be a disservice. So we had a heart to heart and decided she was gonna go open her dream clinic and it's amazing. So before we get into the question and the uh, question and answer session, let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for the <laughs> the turbulence that we are in right now, where it feels like our world is a garbage fire. Um, I say thank you because I know that there is beauty that is going to come out of this. Um, beauty on a literal natural state and what happens to our ecosystem um, after a burn and the new growth that happens you know, with trees and plants and nature and how they flourish and how they actually need the wildfire to continue growing lush forests. Help us as a society take whatever we can from that example and try and realize that this may be a necessary process of um, division and anger and all of these things that just from external looks just bad, just looks unnecessary and um, like we would be better without it. Um, but let us have faith in this process. Let us have patience that in the future there is going to be something beautiful that comes out of this. And while we're in the midst of the fire that just keeps burning my god will it just go away um help us have patience and um for more people like me who maybe were were quiet and we're just like this will blow over um for those that are kind of starting to get <laughs> tongue-in-cheek fired up um help us learn how to do this with eloquence and respect for everyone 
and help us find our voice and our our place, our role in this, as I know it is not everyone's role is not to go and speak to politicians and do rallies. And some of us, it is just small day-to-day conversations with the person face down on our table. So be with us and the world as we go through this. In your name we pray. I love you. Thank you very much. Amen. Okay, crew, this is my interview with Dr. Callie Horseman. All right, Callie Horseman, welcome to the She Slice a Day podcast. Yay! Shine, bitch! I know, it's finally time for me to shine. I was like, hello, it has been like two years now. I was, I was like, this bitch is not going to let me on her podcast. Mm -hmm. And here we are. I have chiropractors who I know don't even listen to the podcast who are mad I haven't had them on yet. What? Yeah. Oh, well. Like, I find out through the grapevine, like, they're mad at me because I haven't had them on. And I'm like, but she admitted she never listens. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. like, I don't know, a hundred and some episodes went relatively fast, so. I feel like it did. I feel like when you first started it, I remember listening. I was like, this is awesome. And then the other day, you were like, oh, it's our whatever episode. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. how is this happening? Yeah. Did you into the episode where I was talking about um, how I thought I almost missed our two-year anniversary, but then I did the math and I was wrong. And then Kirby, after the fact, he's like, you know, you did math wrong, right? There are not 56 weeks in a year. There's 52. And I'm like, oh shit. So I did miss it. Like, "Mm -hmm." yeah, I did. I think that was the intro on like one of the last ones or something. And I was like, it's been that long. Like, oh my gosh, I did like ball my eyes out at the last one. So I just like sat and I was like, crying. that, oh, but anywho, so we're here. All right. So, um, uh, I will read the question and then before we kind of jump in, I think it's best that we give, um, a little bit of background. So people know, you know, why you're so amazing. Like who did you study under? Like, where did you learn how to be the best chiropractor in the world? You know, just like some of those questions. Um, so weird. weird. <laughs> I wonder who. Um, so you can fully tell them how you're an authority on this uh, before we go in. So ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this question is from Bailey Smith and it says, hello, Dr. Lauren, I am so grateful for you and your connection to all us women in chiropractic. I am currently a student at Life University starting peak. I plan to open my own practice in South Carolina in January. I'm an Enneagram three. I really don't. Okay. So I have this thing when I copy and paste, this is me talking, not Bailey, Mm -hmm. uh, where it turns asterisks into a bunch of like symbols. And it's really funny because when I copy and paste someone's question, it just seems like they're cussing up a storm. So, and it's really funny because it's always like, I'm learning that you can really throw a curse word in anywhere and it seems appropriate. So it so, it looks like she says, I really don't fucking know, but it's really just, I really don't. And the apostrophe has been turned um, Know what to do with my free time in this transition phase. And I want to be as productive as possible. Of course she does. She's a three. Um, but I am waiting on boards and my license for the next six months. I do intern three days a week at two different offices. Do you think that's one and a half days at each office or three days in each? I don't think three days in each. I think it's three days total. I'm thinking one and a half. Okay. That's where my mind went. Yeah. Cause otherwise girlfriend, like because if she's an Enneagram three, she would say I intern six days a week just so that everyone knows that she's better than me. That's because that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, where would mind the question? Okay. I have a lot of time, not a lot of money. Do you have any recommendations of things I can work on marketing websites? What would you be doing to best prep for opening an office? Also love and appreciate you so much. So um, before we jump in then, let's talk about you. Um, so tell us like how long you've been in practice. I know you're an Enneagram three. That was a big reason why I picked you for this question. But four one one, Callie. Yes. So yeah, I'm Callie Horseman. I graduated from Palmer College of Chiropractic, which is funny because I'm here today. It's the craziest thing. Um, But I graduated in June of 2018. And um, yeah, and then I precepted with Dr. Lauren here. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know it, it feels like so long ago, but at the same time, I like learned literally everything I know about business and like running a, a practice, not really business, but like just running a practice from precepting with you. And then I learned everything I needed to do from scanning from Dr. Travis, um, here in Iowa. So um, yeah, I have the practice, the Hive Chiropractic Center. We have our office in Holman, and then we have a small office in Galesville. So, and you, I mean, you, okay. So you opened when? What was I opened in November of 2018, 2018. And like, you really started kind of with a bang, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I feel like we grew really quickly. Um, but then at the same time, like, I'm all like, I'm a chronic comparer. So it was like, we're not growing enough or like, I don't want to tell anyone like what I'm doing because you know, it's not enough. It's not, you know, 250 a week or whatever. And it's like, that's impossible. Like you're brand new. So, um, yeah, it was really, it, we grew really well, like really quickly, Joey, um, my boyfriend has been working my front desk. So it's been nice to like work side by side and yeah. Okay, cool. So then I like that, you know, like, I like how she like kind of comments, like, I don't have much money. And I'm like, yeah, nobody is coming out of chiropractic school does. Um, so before we jump into, you kind of sent me your notes. Can mm-hmm. we just put number seven, almost as number one? Oh yeah. I, you threw it in there as a bonus, but like to me, when I was reading and we'll t- tell everybody in just a hot second, like um, I felt like that was like when I sat down, that was the first thing, but that maybe just because I'm like 11 years in that I'm just like, Oh girl, just breathe for a second. Cause you're about to work your fucking ass off for the next yes. uh, eternity. So literally, okay. so what, what is number one thing you would say? Yeah. So, well, number one thing would be take this time to just do anything that you need to do. Um, meaning like take a trip, go somewhere, like take the spirit airline, like go somewhere cheap, like go to the beach, hang out with your friends, um, visit your friends. If they're associating already, um, learn and just have fun because once you're in practice, especially that first year, it is a lot of just like hustle and a lot of grind. And like, at least I didn't take a lot of time off in my first year. So, um, I'm slowly now almost three years in, I am slowly getting to the point where I'm like, yes, like my patients will be fine without me, um, for a week or a weekend. And it's, we've taken the most vacation days this year ever. So, um, we're getting there. Usually like, that's when I think I started to feel comfortable. Um, I think I took like five weeks off. Oh, because I had a baby. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a puppy. Maybe I could do that too. (laughs) But like, I think the reason that I, when I, I, I thought it was so important is because of her Enneagram type being a three, if she were like a seven or a nine or pretty much anything other than a three, I would be like, yeah, also make sure we let her know to take note. But like threes are notorious workaholics. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like there is a season for everything. And, um, right now, could just be a season of like resting and recovery and reflection coming mm-hmm. off chiropractic school. So this transition, cause like read about you, that's for sure. So. Right. For sure. Yeah. And it's a good time to like get your mind clear for your practice because you don't want to start a practice when you're like stressed out and you know, you're like super worried about, you know, like, Oh, I got to get all the things right. And you're worried about every social media post being perfect. So, um, take the time and just travel when you have no responsibilities yet. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So next. Yeah. So another one I would do would be like, get a job. So whether that is a part-time job doing, you know, like reception work, or maybe you're like in a big city and you're doing like Uber Eats or whatever. I don't know. It's funny because now that I'm three years in, I'm also like, I wouldn't trade my time for money anymore. (laughs) But then it's like, when you have nothing but time and you don't have money, like you need to have some sort of an income flow. So I also did VIP kids. So I did online teaching. I taught Chinese students. English for the longest time. And I just did it because it was fun. And I made a lot of money just like sitting at home doing nothing. Mm-hmm. What I, what I thought was nothing. So, um, yeah, I, I liked it because it, it gave me something to, um, kind of fall back on in that time where I was really trying to build up my practice. Yeah. And what I love, I mean, a bonus points, if it is a job, 
um, I don't even think it need would need to be in a chiropractic clinic. I think there is so much to learn from any service industry. Like she's probably, I mean, she's at two chiropractic clinics already a week. So I would say like, go be part-time at a dentist or like a hair salon, like go work at a daycare. Um, like if she's pizza mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like go get some hours outside, see how other businesses that have really good branding in systems and you know so like daycare probably not i've been a lot of daycares a lot of them are very hot mess maybe a bougie daycare um but like get some real life experience on someone else's dime and like learn just how other other people do it we're in a mastermind together with is her name lauren yeah another lauren mm-hmm who said like one of her best friends is a dentist and they love talking because it's just like, oh, that that's genius. Sometimes when you think outside of chiropractic, you can very mm-hmm. easily apply those things. Yeah. This happened to me literally like six months ago, but I have a retainer behind the back of my front teeth and it popped off and I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, I don't, what I can't just pull it off. So anyways, I had to go to the orthodontist and it made me realize that like, Oh, they are, no one needs braces, but every single person goes and pays hundreds, not hundreds, hundreds of dollars, but thousands of dollars to get braces done. And it's like half the time your teeth move again anyways, like it's not guaranteed. It's like a whole life thing. And so I'm like, we need to learn from other professions who are doing things that are considered like extra. Um, So if you can see like, see how they run their front desk or just like, I don't know. Especially like, um orthodontist because they see so many kids they yeah. have tons of like pediatric like things that you're just like oh that yeah works. yeah I don't and my orthodontist he what he's like a kid's one at, like they're all kids they're all yeah. kids are yeah kids. yeah and it was just so funny because it was just like it was cool it's cool being in a different kids clinic besides yeah. chiropractic so I feel like we get like tunnel vision and we need to realize like oh shit like what is it like when I go to a different provider so yeah, yeah. I also like that, like somebody might say, well, there's no time to get another job. You should be spending all that time. But like research actually shows that after a certain amount of hours a week, your efficiency goes and productivity goes way down. So like, instead of being like, all right, what's on the agenda today? Well, from 7am to 7pm, I'm just gonna work on stuff for my future practice. Um, you can get just as much done as if you worked like seven to two. And then you're like, all right, I've got three hours this afternoon to like get a couple like social media stuff done. And like, really they show that most of the time, especially with, there's a lot to do, but not that much to do six months out. So, right. Well, and it's just nice. Cause at least for me, I loved being busy. So like I played rugby and I was the Peds club president. I did all the things I had a job. I interned, I did all the things and it was because I needed better time management. So like, I think that's key too, to help you obviously in the future, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Next, next one. I would start meeting with like banks, lawyers, accountants, um, any kind of business groups that you need. Um, my bank loan, when, when we did our business, um, so I'll give you like the full rundown on it, but we did the SBA, like small business association. We did this SBA loan because, um, for the banks, it looks better. So it is like backed by the government and the banks aren't going to lose a bunch of money if my business goes under. And, um, so we did a loan for 56,000 and we didn't even need to use like 22,000. Um, I think we've used like maybe four of that. So I think we have like 18 in the bank still which is really nice. Like during a pandemic, like that was amazing. (laughs) Yes. Have one yet. Yes. Yes. So it was really, it was a lot of work actually to get the loan in the first place. Like, yeah, I went to like nine or 10 different banks and I was like, what the hell? Like, why is no one giving me money? Like I'm telling you, I'm going to make money. I'm showing you, I'm going to make money. I've done all this work. And, uh, yeah, I was just a baby basically. So it's fine. Um, um, and uh, so obviously that's going to be like a weekend trip up to where is she? South. Yeah. She's South Carolina, I think. Yeah. But she's at life. Where's life again? I always oh, Georgia, Atlanta. Yeah. 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 I don't know how far that is, but you know, with like today's world, maybe like zoom, they might be able to meet like virtually, which might be better. 
Yep. At, oh yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. You do that virtual. I would, I would assume. Yeah. Get that going. Find an accountant that you like. I've switched accountants twice. Um, because the first one, like you don't know what you're doing. Like when you're setting up your business, you're like, I know that I'm not supposed to mix personal and business, but I don't know what else to do. You're not supposed to. I mix Are you? all the time. No. Dang it. Have I been doing this wrong? <laughs> all the time. They'll just be like, what did, did you buy something for the business at Target? And I'll be like, mm-hmm. And he's like, and Ulta. And I'm like, definitely from Ulta. Always yeah. yes. <laughs> it's always yes. Do you think these cheekbones happen by accident, Kirby? How do you think I close day two ROS without these cheekbones? It was for the Facebook Live. Like you had to do it. It was fine. Marketing. Um, but yeah, so then how do you, I mean, in your opinion, how do you go about finding the right accountant? Yeah. So I feel, I just called a bunch and I was like, I just met with them for like the first appointment. And I was like, Hey, I just met one that I liked. Um, and so I just made sure that I kind of resonated with that. Um, the first one I went with, I just had a bunch of recommendations. Um, and she was very like personable. She was very funny for an accountant. Um, she was like the TikTok accountant, right? Where you're like, I'm an accountant. And everyone's like, yes, like she's great. Like she's fun. Um, but she was like too fun. So like, she like just didn't do my taxes. Too fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I had her and she didn't do my taxes. She was like, oh, I'll file an extension. Don't worry. I was like, I have two months of business stuff. Like, don't file an extension. So she did. And literally, it was like the day, it was like October 15th, she filed them. And I was like, what the fuck took you so long? Like, it was literally like you had all year and I had two months of business. So, long story short, I was freaking out. There's a lot of stress. I switched accountants. I'm much happier now. At the end of the year, he gives me a seven. She was an yeah. seven. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, so now he gives me a statement in, in December and he's like, hey, FYI, you're going to have to pay this much. So figure it out. Like, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. And we do, Kirby and I have, I believe, an entire episode. No, I know we have it. I just have no idea what number it is. It's definitely like in the sub 50 of like the five most important people in your life when you're starting a practice. And like we talk about kind of finding the right lawyer and finding the right accountant. So if you want um, more on that, go find that episode somewhere. Kirby will put in the show notes what episode it is. Oh, Kirby. He'll do it. First host. Yeah. So the next yeah. Um, the other thing too, I would just start joining the networking groups. So, um, you kind of with that. Um, so it, well, I think, doesn't she have like six months in between, but she's like, just like in limbo. Right. I don't know. So she, I think she said she's waiting for her boards and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And this is how I understood this. So I was thinking maybe she would graduate and she's waiting for her boards and then she's going to, she has six months and then she's opening. Mm-hmm. She's I don't know. I don't know well, what peak means. Again, oh, peak is like their like internship program, like their clinic, I think. Yeah, I think. I'm assuming. Um, but I mean, why not? I think everything's virtual now. Like this is the beauty of COVID. Like you can literally probably join a BNI group or um, a Rotary Club or something and just get people starting to know your name. So I'd probably do that too. But yeah, honestly, even if she's not living there, like could really set up coordinated, like, you know, a four day stretch where you're going there and doing some of these things, even if you don't join the BNI group, but you say like, I'm planning on joining the BNI group, but I'm only in town here. I won't really be back until January. Can I sit in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also my area like has BNI groups, but I'm not in it, which is funny that I put this down there, but join a group. I don't care what it is. Make a group, do something to get involved with other people. Um, You remember how anxious you were going to those things in the beginning? Literally. Yes. I was terrified, terrified. And you think you were like sitting there thinking like, how am I going to put my chiropractic spin on it? Like, how am I going to get them to know me? How am I going to get them to fall in love with chiropractic? And then it's like, that's not actually what you need to do. You just need to like show up and like say hi. (laughs) Yeah. You like really, oh my gosh, there's so much time. Um, and what I think is, is that people prefer to spend time on some of the other things like that you say, um, that don't require actually talking to people yet, like real people. Um, and cause you know, they're like, oh, well, my logo is super important. And so they, they kind of justify all of this time that they're spending on perfecting, 
a lot of the things behind a computer when it's like, because they're terrified to go, go start meeting people and start talking. Mm -hmm. Like just literally being present in your community is big. Like, and I guarantee you, like, there are people who do not know me still. And that's fine. Even in my Rotary group. And like, even in some of the business groups that I'm in, but like, that's okay. Like they see my face and maybe someday they'll need a chiropractor and they'll think about you. And that's all you need to do just because they know your face. But, um, but yeah, no, besides that, the other thing I would do too, is if you don't have a lot of money, but you have a ton of time, like just continue shadowing docs and taking seminars because seminars are not way cheaper. Docs once you're graduated. No, it's weird. It's <laughs> weird. Okay. And it's not though, because I did just have someone, um, Shayla, she's amazing. She is in Rochester. She just came in and shadowed me, but, um, yeah, she was great. And I am more than happy to have that, but it's, it's just different. Like more, more people, it's not as acceptable unless you're cool like me and Lauren, and then you will let anyone in, but, um, <laughs> Yeah. Different story. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but yeah, so I would just shadow, shadow as much as you can. And I know you're already interning at two places, but, uh, I guarantee you there's more than two ways to run a chiropractic office. So just shadow random clinics that you don't even, maybe you're not even interested. So maybe do a sports rehab one day, or maybe like do, you know, a uh, straight Gonstead or whatever. Um, and just see like different techniques. And like, learn what you hate and what you love. And maybe there's something surprising that you will pick up on. Yeah. Um, and when you are like, I feel like there's so much that needs to be thought out too. when you, when you're, so like, if you're going to go see three clinics, then it's like, okay, but like, once you start getting on your fifth, sixth, 10th, 20th clinic that you are shadowing like just showing up and observing, I don't, I feel like that kind of expires a little bit after the first five. Like you need to start really knowing what questions do you have for them? Like going in instead of with this like broad idea of like, I'm just going to see everything about this clinic. Um, like maybe this clinic has um, five CAs and one doctor. Like maybe you're, you'd like to shadow the front and go, holy cow, what do all you guys do to make only one doctor possible? And like, you know, once you like, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or like all in now start really going and getting nitty gritty of like, Hey, I would love to come shadow you. I really am interested in learning day one processes. So if there's a day, even two months from now, where you can line up a lot of patients or, you know, or whatever it is, or scanning. Um, mm -hmm. But like, otherwise you just kind of go and you see a little bit of everything and you see a lot of nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. I think the more questions you can have, especially as you're starting to open, you're going to have more things that kind of, you're like, oh shoot, like no one told me that I need, like, how do you make new patient paperwork? how do you create a chart? Like I use Jane and like, you don't have, like, there's no charts there. Like you make your chart templates. So it's like, oh shit. Like what, what legally has to be in there? Because I don't know. I wish I could tell you that I'm doing everything great. And I'm per the state of Wisconsin. I'm sure I am. Yes, but like, but like, I remember losing so much sleep over those types of details. And it's, I should have just asked, you know, or I should have, um, like it, it is what it is, but absolutely. Yeah. Also. Yeah. The, another thing too, like taking seminars as a student so much cheaper. So if there's like a random seminar you can go to, I remember going to a couple events and like docs had sponsored me. So I just got to go for free and like, I had to pay for like my airfare or like the flight or something, but like life in Georgia, they have so many things like all the time. You know, it's like, especially if she is on campus or like around campus, like she will be just fine to be able to get to more seminars and stuff. But that's something I started my ICPA certification and I'm finally now taking the test, but I don't have any, like the time that I have is significantly less than what I did when I first opened or when I was waiting to open. So I wish I would have just like bit the bullet and took the test then. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I, I will say that I feel that um it kind of depends too on like I, I like the ICPA like if she's gonna do ICPA do it while you're a student oh my god right. get every single one in now um but like I see a lot of docs when they start and they just stop going to seminars too 
And um, I worry for, and I might just be coming off like some previous experiences, but like, I do think there is a certain amount of stress that going to a lot of seminars before you can actually integrate into a real practice, it can bite you in the butt, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. There's definitely classes like seminars I've taken. I'm like, oh, that would have been really cool to implement in clinic if I had patients or like if I had this. So I feel like a lot of the reason it's a discounted is because they realize like, you know, this, this going to the seminar is kind of like teaching you how to crochet, but you don't have any yarn yet. And in nine months, we'll give you the yarn and go ahead and use these notes and uh, try and remember what I said. Yeah. So, don't forget any of it. Yeah. And you, it's very important. You do it in this order. Yeah. If you don't, you're going to kill your patient. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my life. My first like year of practice. I was like, how stressed? Like, ah. yeah. so it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay. What, what is next? Uh, yeah. So next I would really start working and gearing up your social media. So, um, it's funny when I was interning with Lauren, I was like, Kirby, this is what I want. Um, can you like, look at it? And Kirby was like, here, look through all of these, like, I don't even know what they were like little digital icons. And he's like, let me know, like, just get a rough draft, whatever. And then I did, I found a rough draft and then I actually went on Etsy and I found one and it was great. And it has worked, like served me so well. And we literally just did a rebrand this year because you're talking about for your logo. Yeah. 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 For my logo. So I would just um, get your logo done. Um, also per your state. So like South Carolina in this case, but like get your LLC done. So if you know your name, you know, your logo, um, get that taken care of. So, you know, you're good on that end. Um, then just purchase your like domain for your website. Mm -hmm. And then from there on out, literally, if you have time, you can teach yourself how to build a website. I have literally taught myself, like we had someone do it. It's a chiropractor's husband. She built my website. He built my website and he taught me how to maintain it. And I should say he taught me, he showed me the like bare basics and like how to log in. And then I YouTube the rest. (laughs) So now I can maintain it and I upload it. So I don't have to pay anyone to update my website or fix it. Um, if we add changes, which we have to do this year. So, um, well this month I should say should be done more than once a year, but. And don't go and like do the, what's the, oh, we won't say it on error. Like Mm -hmm. there was like a very popular chiropractic website builder that was like really expensive and everybody's website just looked the exact freaking same. Um, so like, I would rather see a really simple, well done one page, great quality photos that you learn how to do and you slowly add to it for sure. Um, back to the social media. Mm -hmm. So I love the logo and website. Yes. Teach yourself how to do this. Um, and Facebook page for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and Instagram. Um, but I, my thought is that like, okay, so with social media, did you start the hive or did you start building stuff on Dr. Callie? Like, what did you do? Nope. So I literally just made Dr. Callie like this year. Um, I had a lot of students like asking like Callie, Callie. Oh, um, I mean, I don't like know. All your drinking and rugby pictures. Oh yeah. I don't really post on there anymore. I like stopped. It was like, once I created the business, like I created the hive and I like only post on there now. And I, all my phone is like stuck on the hive and I only post there. And it is, so people tag me on like my regular Instagram and I'm like, I don't see it. Like I just don't switch. Like I, I just don't go there. But um, yeah, so I started building my social media in June, um, right when I graduated and then my clinic didn't open till November. And so I had like six months of posts that I just posted the most random stuff, but like still generally about chiropractic, but you know, you're not seeing patients. You're not like, you can't, you don't have like tons of things that are relevant. You can't like focus on specific things, but, um, I would just be broad about like, Hey, this is what I do. And this is what I see. And this is how we work in our office and, and chiropractic. And this is about me and starting to, to do that whole, like, getting to know you, getting to like you and like trusting you for your, their care when you do open. So I would just post, start posting as soon as you can build up your followers and follow like local people and local oh, groups. Please don't go invite every single person to like your, your page. Um, make them yeah. welcome. Um, yes. 
I will add something to that social media because I have a strong opinion on it. So <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Oh God, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so no, not about yours, but like, I think what is really, what has shifted from even when you started the hive social media to what is happening now is like Instagram is really wanting to basically take out Pinterest and TikTok. Okay. So, um, I think you can go very specific with things. I think that the more you have a library of information, um, the more that when you start and you actually, like when you're two weeks out and you're one week out and it's your first week of practice, you don't get sucked into like, well, maybe I should do a post about how chiropractic helps colic. It's like, no, like, no, you don't have to do that. And so you can really get into labeling. Um, so this is like something that's very important right now is if you're going to do a post and it's now and your practice doesn't open for six months. And let's say you've got a cute little baby picture of a picture kid getting adjusted some, and you're going to do a thing about, yeah, how chiropractic helps with colic. Um, make sure that that picture has the words like, how does chiropractic help my baby stop crying? on the actual picture, because if it's just a stagnant picture of a cute baby, six months later, when you open, if you have, I don't know, 50 posts of like content, people are just going to go and look at like your first six to nine. And that stuff you posted six months ago is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. But if you have all of your stuff laid out, and if you think about like, once you've posted about, um, how chiropractic helps with pregnancy and birth. Once you've done that 10 times, now all of a sudden you can make a guide and put those into your guide. And then you can have, you know, I would spend less time on Insta stories um, and more time on just like creating IGTVs um, because then you can do things like do um, a reel and mm -hmm. be like, check out my IGTV for more information on this, but you have to like make the IGTV and stuff. So like right. as long as your info is really organized um, and labeled well, it will be relevant for sure. And then you can always like download it and up repurpose it. And I feel like when I was starting to, this was a struggle for me of creating content. So like writing your copyright of like, Hey, I don't know what to talk about. So like, I don't know like how specific to get. I don't know how detailed I should get. And like, I knew because of you that like what I should, a general feel of what I should be doing. But um, it was definitely really hard because you get sucked into that feeling of like, oh, I want it to be perfect. I don't want any spelling errors. I want it to be understandable, but I want everyone to know how smart I am at the same time. And it really doesn't have to be like that. Like you just have to post a cute picture. Like a cute picture of a baby goes a long way of being like, hey, like we can help. Done. Yeah. So, um, that would be another good one. That's like a bonus tip too. Go, get some branded pictures done, like get some really nice quality and bring like three to four outfits. So like you don't, we're not wearing the same thing in every one, but yep. like, but yes. just make it super cute. Cousins or nieces or nephews together and a professional photographer. Yep. I feel like when I was graduating, do you remember this Lauren? I, I, I hope you do. Everyone was taking pictures of adjusting like outside, like in the woods or something. I'm so glad you're still doing it. Okay. I don't get it. Before you said that, I almost said like, just please don't do it in the freaking woods. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. But maybe we're just not hippie enough. I don't know. You know, and I think it's funny, but it's like, and it's, it looks nice. But then I'm like, what are they going to come to your office and your office is outside in the woods? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't maybe know. You're just too much skeptical assholes. Because, it could be. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's, yeah. Cause I, I see it and I'm just like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Adjusting in a desert. I know. Seems I know. Seems really dangerous. There's like where we live. It's like there's there could be bear or like there could be like something. I don't know. Like why would you want to go there? Yeah. Uh, this week in Galesville, there was a bear. Yet. So they don't have an office yet. So they're like, well, let's do it. In oh. But you don't need an office. You can just pick a random room. Pick a room because you're going to be adjusting in a room. So just pick a room. White wall done plant like yep order up some cute posters or make them on canva and just like if you really want to go the extra mile but you don't need it just put your spine in the corner or something and like 
have a, a, a waiting room full of patients, <laughs> all of your friends and family, and just um, go from there. Cause yeah, branded pictures go a long way. I was so thankful when I was precepting that I got pictures because I had content then to post for my page because otherwise I'm posting random things I made in Canva, which at that time Canva was a baby business. So they've like, you know, gotten so much better, but. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, if she's adjusting, like ask the pay, like if you have a patient that you're adjusting in clinic right now in peak, um, ask like, do you mind if I get a picture and ask one of the front desks to take a picture for you? Yeah. Or like reviews. I don't know if they can do that in school, but ask for reviews. And then you can start posting them randomly too. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, besides getting all of like that social media type of stuff. And like I said, like the sooner, the better it's, you can't go wrong. Um, the next thing we kind of talked about too, but like getting that back end feel of your office ready. So, um, I remember role-playing with Joey a lot as far as like, okay, a new patient's going to come in. This is what's going to happen. Like we're going to do this it's almost like a script, but, but not like, I don't, I'm not a big script person. Um, drives me nuts actually. Systems and procedures. Yeah. So just going over the systems and procedures and making sure that like this, everything is laid out because you don't want to have like the one situation where you're like, I don't know. And then you have to tell the patient that like, um, like you just look unorganized. So you'd rather have gone, you know, gone through your new patient exam, like a hundred times on a fake person than <laughs> and do it wrong. The one time with the real paying customer. So, um, yeah, I would just make sure systems and procedures are good. Paperwork is good. Like we talked about like charts, make them look pretty. Um, yeah. Yep. And again, like Canva, like if you're just like, well, I don't want to pay for someone else's like, okay, you don't have to, but girl, don't rip off someone else's. Like my first one, I think I had taken, I just took a combination of like four different clinics and like put it in the order that I wanted to talk about it and got rid of some questions that I didn't want to have on there. And like, yeah, I just made mine. Yeah. Not just tweak it. Yeah. Mine. Mine. It was Microsoft Word. Actually, I asked one of my <laughs> I asked one of my patients the other day. I was like, "Don't you guys know how to use Word?" And she was like, "No." I said, "What do you mean you don't know how to use Microsoft Word?" And she goes, "We use Google Forms now." I was like, "Oh my god, you don't even know Word art. You don't know anything. You don't know- yes, you don't know the struggles." Like, oh. there's a chiropractor in town whose um, uh, name is in that like word art from the 90s that's like the big like red and yellow the wave like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh god Lord. hell yeah <laughs> he didn't have a lot of time he or, or he had a lot of time and not a lot of money and he's like i'll make my own logo right and he's like you know what at this point i'm just gonna keep it i don't could care less <laughs> It's funny though, like as you go into practice, like the things that like matter less and less to you, like I'm a strong component that like your brand should be pretty big, but like, you know, it should be pretty high on your list of things to, to keep consistent. But, um, but yeah, uh, good for him. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Last thing. The last thing I think I would recommend is just reading and listening to podcasts. I feel like when I was a student, I would go to all these seminars and I would listen to all these people speak on campus. And I feel like they would share like, they were like, oh, I'm reading this book and I'm reading this book. I'm like, how do you read all these books and run a practice and still have a family? And it just, they made it seem like they were like doing everything. And I would just remember like that you're human, you can't do everything, but definitely still be learning, especially if you have a lot of time. Um, business books are fantastic. Like you're going to learn so much about running a business by listening to books. Um, the best thing I ever did was I, I know she's kind of controversial, controversial right now, um, is Rachel Hollis. Oh, so, I, like I had no idea who you were going to say. Oh, dang. Who, who else is controversial? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is controversial right now. And, uh, but I went to her rise business to my knowledge. She's only hosted one rise business conference, um, literally changed the way I practice as far as my business, um, her systems and procedures, her way to think about scaling and growing, um, the content that she provided from like all the books that she's read was hands down, like amazing. Um, so I loved it. Um, I got to meet a bunch of cool chiropractors and a bunch of random people. And, um, 
in different industries. And it was so nice. Um, so she was, I still listen to her podcast today because sometimes she has good ones. Sometimes I don't know what she's talking about, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I like that. And, you know, I do just there speaking of podcasts, I like Jay Shetty. Have you listened? Oh yeah. I don't listen to him, but I follow him on Facebook. His like little videos are so dramatic for me. So I just like scroll. I don't follow him on Facebook or Instagram. What? No. I'm, oh, but I listen to his podcast. Um, and <laughs> why you have multiple things, right? You have diversified because you never know where you're going to catch someone. <laughs> but um, I don't remember what the hell he was talking about. He was talking about something. <laughs> and he was saying like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of expectation that we are supposed to be like prioritizing our health and growing our business and growing our spiritual practice and being this. And he's like, you know, when he admitted, he's like, when I was first scaling my practice or my business, um, I was working an extreme amount. I was not training for a half marathon. I wasn't doing all that because like, there's just, you can't be it all. And so like right now, you know, you may, she may feel like I only spend 5% of my week, if that, um, on my future practice. And I feel like I shouldn't, it's like, it's okay. There's a lot of mental and physical health stuff. Like if you're planning on doing a physical job, like get into like using weights a little bit each week. If you don't lift weights, like just doesn't need to be like becoming a body lifter, but like chiropractic is hard on body and mm -hmm. like start getting some strength up and view that at, so like, I would say, um, like viewing, like starting start weightlifting for your practice six months from now, um, start meditating for mm -hmm. your practice six months from now. And those are things that are like, you want to prep for your practice. These are some things that you can 100% do right now that it doesn't seem like, it seems like you're just going to the gym and it's like, no, you're preparing your body for a career. Um, you are preparing your mind for, a, to have bandwidth, to handle, you know, decades and decades of loving stress of starting a business. So, right. Well, yeah. And like, it kind of goes right hand in hand with that, but like boundaries, like literally understanding that, like, if you don't put yourself first, like if you don't go to the gym or if you don't take time to meal prep or, you know, whatever it may be, meditate, journal, kind of like de-stress, then like, you're not going to do it when you're seeing patients, like it, seeing patients and being in clinic doesn't change that. It just adds more people and more stress. So making sure that you have those like hard lines now, um, is, is key for sure. Is so. key. Um, is, is that your final I think, I think so. I'm trying to think, oh, I just finished a book and I think everyone should read it. I'm going to like name drop it if that's okay. Um, but it's called single on purpose. And I hands down think everyone should read that book. What? You're not single. Nope. I'm not single. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. And it, I know when I first read it, yeah, I was like, Oh, should I post this? I mean, I'm not married, but I'm just kidding. Um, but no, it is, um, yeah, it's really good. I think it's really great for personal development. And I think it's great to look inside because if you are loving yourself, then you're loving more for your patients. You're loving more for your clinic and your community and everything starts to fall together. And I feel like it works out so much better and then you're in a better place. She's an Enneagram three. She's not going to take any of that shit. You just said, she's just going to take all of the like, uh-huh logo. Okay, great. This social media. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I know, but then she's going to be where I am three years later and be like, fuck, I wish I would have listened to the, the woo stuff, you know, and I wish I would have taken some time to slow down, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Kelly. Yes. Yay. I was so, I'm so happy to be on it. I'm excited that it's, it's finally my time to shine as an Enneagram three, you know, right. It is my time. Thank you. <laughs> I should put a post out like, which of my friends are threes? I'm, I'm sure you're butt hurt that you're not. Remember priorities, Lauren, you have to pick the priorities. <laughs> okay, Callie, thank you so, so much. Um, go creep on Dr. Callie's website and Facebook and Instagram. Maybe don't go all like it though, please. It messes with her algorithm. 
you can go, you know, peek. Just like stalk from afar. I do. I did just hit a thousand likes on Instagram and I'm very proud of it. So yay. Yeah. Feels now, good. Is, now you have validity so you can go through and delete a hundred of them. Yeah, I could. I could. Joey told me, he's like, are you going to be super depressed when like you wake up tomorrow and you have nine 99? And I was like, no. yes, no. I will. Honey, you, you finally get to that benchmark and realize that nothing magical happens. So now start curating your audience. Go. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. All right. All right. She slayers until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.